0: I'm Richard Lloyd Jones, and this is thinking with somebody else's head. Temptation, like most religious words, that one's been banalized and reduced from its original meaning, too. It means literally a trial or a test, a moment in your life when you have a choice to be faithful or not. Today, that's like faithful to a diet or a spouse or a virtue or ideal. But the original sense was to be tested in your faith to God. Something Jobian, no matter what life throws at you, you stay the course. But temptation is secondarily related to allurement or seduction to sin. And here we're into less popular usage. Nobody likes to think in terms of can't and don't anymore, do they? Who says I can't? Goes the language of modernity. Who are you to tell me what's right and what's wrong? These are tricky waters. You can't do that has been used to control and restrict by those wanting to remain in power, for sure. But is there something to this obligation aspect of temptation that deserves a more careful consideration? A study of temptation today on Thinking with Somebody Else's Head. We are, as always, streaming in a number of ways through our radio station site at stopradio.org, through iTunes, News Talk Radio Stations, Stop Radio Network there, as individual podcasts, just search Thinking with Somebody Else's Head in your podcast catcher, and through the TuneIn Radio app straight to your smartphone. I guess our big news down here in Brazil is that a couple of courses at our new Kepi Pacheco Trilogical College have recently been approved by the Ministry of Education and Culture down here. Environmental Management and Theology, a pretty interesting one, and especially in light of what we're talking about today. So this means everything we do now comes under the prestige of a university. We are now, at Stop Radio Network, I guess a campus radio station. (laughs) And that takes me back to my days at BCIT in Vancouver, working the college station there, and even to a couple of years on UVic Campus Radio, where I attempted the forerunner of this show, The Myths of Man. With my partner, Bill Wilkinson, we tried to Look at the mindsets of humanity, the thinking and thought processes that led to our institutions and attitudes. But the lack of a real and consistent science or philosophy was obvious on that show, and I eventually abandoned it for that reason, which is why, I think, one of the reasons I was so excited when I discovered Norberto Kepi's science of Analytical Trilogy so many years later. A consistent metaphysics based on the real principles from the Greeks, was sorely missing back then, but present now. And I'm kind of grateful for that. So today, Temptation. We're introducing this in conformity with our continuing series based on Kepi's extraordinary book, Psychotherapy and Exorcism. This one really goes out on a limb to dare to suggest that the long-lost or ignored knowledge from the theological backwoods is indeed still relevant. Not mainstream anymore, from our materialistic science point of view, but important exactly because it's been discarded and even ridiculed. Even considering the theological stories as coherent and meaningful, is controversial, but I maintain a big step forward rather than backward, as many modern-day academics consider. Because opening the door to these considerations is to entertain the idea that God and faith are necessary towards our understanding of how things work. And although I may be naive, I think there are plenty of us who would like some answers to those deep questions in our souls. So let's embark on our consideration of temptation in that light and see where it leads us. A study of temptation when thinking with somebody else's head returns in just a moment on the Stop Radio Network. Humankind's greatest problem is thinking that what we don't see won't hurt us. Norberto Cappi.
1: Disinverting the human being and society. This is the Stop Radio Network.
0: In 2004 in a small countryside village in Brazil. The Stop the Destruction of the World Association initiated a remarkable project.
1: Kamboquira is the place we choose to organize our living experiences in Analytical Trilogy.
0: The human being and society are dependent on one another. It does no good to try to correct the individual while allowing the social sphere to remain the same.
1: Like a new model of socioeconomic artistic, educational,
0: spiritual living. Our Campo Kira project is a model of a society that nurtures the human spirit.
1: It's a small place. It's not far from Sao Paulo. We travel through very beautiful mountains. And there we have our hotel, the largest hotel in this town.
0: Welcome to the Grand Trilogy Hotel.
1: And when they go there, they have natural organic food, natural organic milk, natural organic cheese and products, very good meat, but we also have possibilities for the vegetarians. And there we have our hotel where we apply the concepts of this new world, this new society, a better life to live.
0: Classes, businesses, social projects, a better society brought to life.
1: We have conference rooms, we have a theater, We have musical presentations, we have artists from Brazil and from all over the world coming there.
0: Analytical Trilogy has proposals to transform all areas of human activity, leading to the society of the future.
1: There we will have people immersed, participating in living in a society where the pathology of power is controlled. Because the pathology of power is more than ever impeding people to survive.
0: Sociotherapy using the world's most advanced science. The
1: solutions will never come from the powerful. They are coming from the people, from those who are more capable, like artists, like scientists, like educators. So that's what we are doing here, creating mechanisms to live a happier life.
0: To find out more about Analytical Trilogy and our Kira social project, go to our website at www.stop.org.br.
1: You're listening to the most relevant conversations on the planet about how to stop destroying ourselves and the world. This is the Stop Radio Network
0: listening to Thinking with Somebody Else's Head. We are on the Stop Radio Network. You can reach us in our normal locations, stopradio.org, and streaming on the uh, through iTunes. Also, if you get that uh, tune-in app for your cell phone, everybody uses cell phones today, saying without stopping, <laughs> hours and hours and hours, you can actually access our radio program there for free and stream that to your car radio or any kind of device that you want, so you can have us around all the time if you like. Claudia Bernhard-Pasheco is with me, and we're finally back to continuing our series on Dr. Kepi's two extraordinary books, Psychotherapy and Exorcism and Sociotherapy and Exorcism. Claudia has been very busy with our new university project here in Brazil, which is really phenomenal, and all of our work now. Uh, is going to be under this umbrella of our new university, our new college. Kepi Pacheco Trilogical College is what we're calling it. And uh, so she's been really busy with that, and we haven't been able to record for a while. But now we're back, and uh, it's good to have you here, Claudia. Thank (laughs) you,
1: dear Richard, (laughs) and thank you, all the listeners.
0: Congratulations for our... University, it's a, your. It's no, initiative. it's it's a
1: team, Richard. It's always a team. I enjoy very much this work exactly because of this. Yeah, you can never ever run a, a college alone. Right? Alone, so you need to have a team and a good team. And I'm very proud of my team.
0: It kind of forces us to be humble, doesn't it?
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we're not the creators of anything. Yes. So. Sure. So I wanted to talk today about this attraction for evil that Dr. Kebby talks about in his book. In fact, he says here in Psychotherapy and Exorcism, the first chapter, he doesn't waste any time getting into this. (laughs) He says the human being chooses his demons and then says the idea of being a victim of evil is quite a comfortable one. But in fact what's really going on is that the human being chooses and even summons his demons thereby actually selecting the type of evil he wants in his life. That's the first sentence of the first chapter <laughs> of this book.
1: Yeah, very strong, isn't
0: it? <laughs> My god. Challenging. Claudia. Challenging
1: really? everything everybody thinks. So how is so that? how far? do we
0: do that? What's the process?
1: Well, Richard uh... Now we have to start giving examples so yeah. we can get to this understanding.
0: Yeah. Well, you uh, talked a couple of weeks ago about your experience in the elevator. Yeah. A very, Yeah. I thought, a very brave expression. Yeah. I actually checked with you after. Are you sure you want to run this? And you said, no, this is uh, an example from your Did own Did you life. do it? Huh?
1: did you yeah, add it? yes
0: i it. so it's there it's, <laughs> <laughs> i had to i remember i had to add a little explanation because it was hard to understand the details but mm-hmm. um you, you so talked,
1: children uh, they get very much um surrounded by demons yeah. so demons want to to corrupt children they 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 really can and they really do manipulate children's minds so that's why parents Teachers need to be vigilant all the time, take care all the time, and orient children all the time, because children don't have this discernment to know what is good for them, what is not good for them. They have it already, but not so clear. Because they can have a lot of accidents, and they do have a lot of accidents.
0: Which are not really accidents in this case. Yeah, then,
1: yeah, yeah. Sometimes children, they they have like an inspiration, and they do things that can cause even so much disaster, like putting fire on things and causing the death of um, brothers and
0: sisters. for sure, playing with animals, toddlers. cutting the wings off birds. And but this the, is
1: already some manifestation of evil, you uh, know? I this know pleasure to, to... Hurt. To hurt. This is another kind of can, manifestation. Can I,
0: tell you, can I tell you a story from my teenage years when it this came clear to me? I was uh, I was involved in a a gun club when I was a kid. It's pretty common in Canada. I was never very comfortable, but my friends were doing it, so I joined them. And one day, we, we decided to go out hunting in our little woods around where we lived. And I was sitting on, on the ground, and there was a little squirrel on a branch. He was about 20 meters away, maybe. And I took at least 10 shots and didn't hit this squirrel. And I said to myself, you know what, Richard? God doesn't want you to kill. I put my gun away, and I never picked it up again after that.
1: Oh, beautiful. Isn't
0: it something? I had such an experience because it was so easy to, and nothing I, (laughs) I mean I'm not. I felt like such a at the time. I was thinking you're so so terrible, Richard. But then I thought, wait a minute. There's a message here. There's some. Spiritual lesson for you. So to have. you heard your good
1: angel as well, yeah, not maybe, only at your n- evil angel.
0: I get very emotional about it because I don't have so many spiritual experiences to talk about that I'm aware of. But that one was really powerful for me, mm-hmm. and I remember it. I, th- it was God that yeah. didn't want me to kill.
1: So parents need to teach these things to their yeah. children because yeah. they will not learn from them uh, from themselves or spontaneously. Uh, Even more, having this society which is so evil and decadent around, parents and teachers need to orient their children to virtue, virtue in terms of realizing their true essence, goodness, beauty, truth, and the validity of those things, those metaphysical values and realities.
0: Are are suggestions then always spiritual, do you think, these suggestions that come The first
1: suggestions, they come from the spiritual world. So we are born very pure, coming from God. We have an opening or a tendency or a chance to get involved with the suggestions. And little by little, bit by bit, with society and our own um, choices and wrong choices, we can develop to... Um, a more serious pathological uh, situation and uh, get for instance, the drug problem yeah. richard let 's speak a little bit about drugs do d- drug drugs uh, cause a person to to kill or to be evil? The answer is no mm. drugs they open up yeah. the mind. Um, to release, to let uh, to show in, in more freedom the evil side of each one in like we it all of us have inside,
0: let's loose in some ways, yes, yeah. the, the Opens evil the tendency, door and, yeah. yes, yeah. to
1: loosen the, the evil tendencies yeah. and to allow evil suggestions to come in freely. Also, does, does it's it like turning. Turning a...
0: Tuning. Tuning a dial?
1: Yeah. yeah, uh, Virando a chave. Turning the key. Turning the key. Turning the key. So now you are in in this evil world. You are in this evil dimension. And everything you do and communicate is with evil spirits and evil people and evil... Everything becomes evil. As soon as you consent with evil temptations Mm. and evil tendencies, you enter... An evil dimension, an it,
0: evil universe. Is this only because it it diminishes our 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 restriction, our yes. good sensibilities. The, the
1: sense of the sense of ethics, yeah. consciousness it takes that away somehow, doesn't yes, it? Yes, it does. It does. You like don't care, alcohol, you
0: don't care anymore. Alcohol is terrible. Alcohol. For you but
1: you know, good people they can drink and they can never ever do anything bad to anyone. <laughs> they are they become... just they become victims if 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 <laughs> yeah. so. Uh, they can they are good; they just go back to they go to bed and yeah, they yeah. sleep and they fall and the yeah. other day they wake up and they are the same people yeah. honest working hard working sometimes, and they never hurt anyone; they just hurt themselves, but there are people who really when they get a little drink they they then they are ready and free to do. What its demons or his de- inner demons want to do?
0: Do you think in this case maybe they use the drugs or the alcohol to release that? That yes. maybe they already have that intention. Maybe? Yes,
1: they have because it gets it takes like it gives too much pleasure to be evil to perform evil. It's like very much pleasurable for those who. Choose this. For people who choose, make a choice to be evil, they make this choice because they get pleasure, they take pleasure. And not only this, but the pleasure of being powerful. How come (laughs) a drug addict can feel himself powerful? Yes, people in evil, they are powerful to destroy. God's kingdom. They, they are evil to destroy the purity, the goodness, the innocence, the happiness, the gaiety, the enjoyment of other people. They have the power to do this. Evil people, they have the power. So these crazy lunatics, rapers, if they see a virgin, which is innocent, or a beautiful woman... Or a girl. A girl. Terrible thing. A, a child. A child abuser, they get so tremendous pleasure in hurting, attacking uh, what is divine in that person, to take the power to destroy, the power to say no to God, to to goodness, the power to to destroy other people's expectations, for instance. And, they, their,
0: and their future, maybe, you know. They, their future. Take away everything. And
1: you see this, uh, Richard, and this is something, a trace of genius that Cappy has. He applied the study of pathology of power in all situations, in everybody, hmm. everybody, in many thousands, millions of instances you can take from this study, that as soon as you, you have this intention to say no, And you you have the feeling that someone is expecting you to be good. If not a a true, like, human person, God expects you to be good. Yeah. So he created you for this purpose. Yeah. So you, you feel this, that when you are not good, you are contradicting, you are opposing, you are denying someone that is expecting you to be good to be beautiful, to be truthful. So this is a human problem. And demons, they don't have that much work to do anymore because Satanists are not only those groups, but Satanic yeah.
0: is all attitude. That's what we wanted to talk about. And as you were speaking, I was thinking of Jekyll and Hyde, right? The, mm-hmm. the story, the pleasure. Uh, Robert Louis Stevenson, he captured perfectly this sense of um, kind of being addicted to the to the power of having no constraints doing whatever you want this wild craziness thing so um then let's think of some specific other specific examples you you were you were talking about the movie you saw recently about the famous case in Canada mm-hmm. actually of Paul Bernardo and Karen Homolka. Yeah the name
1: of the movie is Karen.
0: Yeah. Story about her. Yeah. And uh, her, she never showed any remorse. That's what they said. For any of the, I should tell people the case. Paul Bernardo was a kind of a, a stalker. And I don't think he had been accused of anything more serious than that until he met this girl, Karen Homolka. And they became a kind of a partnership, if you want to call it, like Bonnie and Clyde. And then he let loose with some really horrible things and raped, started, started with rape and then raping, torturing and killing people, all with the consent and apparently the participation of uh, this woman with him, at least this is what the movie shows. And um, So the, do you
1: see the similarity of what Jesus said? When two or more get together in my name, they will be powerful. And I will be with them. So, he can apply this to, to Lucifer, to, to Satan. When two or more get together in my name, I will be there and give them a lot of power. Wow. So, that's what happened with him and Karen. Ba, wow. Like Paul and Karen, right? Yeah. They, uh, it's like an exchange of strength and support, a pact, an evil pact. And this, the pleasure they got from this pact was so big that they could not split. Wow.
0: Well, then let's talk about this. Those are extreme cases. Yeah. Let's talk about this in the day-to-day life. I remember Dr. Keby talks a lot about this, and I've studied a little bit about Edward Bernays, mm-hmm. who was Freud's nephew. Many people don't know his name. Uh, he is considered the father of public relations. And he worked a lot with stimulating this kind of narcissism, this envy, this desire to be bad. He was the one who found a way to encourage women to smoke in public with a big campaign he did in the 1920s in uh, New York. And so there's this pull that we have for bad things inside ourselves. That's used by social power, social systems. Am I getting that right? Is it this? Is this the is this the dialectic, the the comparison, or the yes, the, yes, the like pull?
1: like for in, we have another instance, which is Faust. Uh, Faust, per, yeah. yeah. Well, Faust. Yeah. Um, so, a person wants always to be beautiful, to be famous, to be young. rich, to be young. To be loved, to be influenced, power, money, and prestige. So some people do whatever they can to take, and they do whatever they can, and they ask demons to help them, and they accept many uh, offers that are not so good in order to get there, in order to preserve it, in order to achieve these expectations which are not... Virtual, (laughs) I mean virtuous uh, expectations. So, and this is very common, Richard. This happens day by day in our lives. We we see so many instances: women intriguing, and manipulating, and using sex to manipulate men, and men manipulating other men and and women in order to get to be more powerful and they in the in the field of commerce and marketing this so 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 present why do people use some techniques to sell more and better they don't sell the best they don't sell the healthiest articles they don't sell virtues but they sell what people want and people get very much in trouble. They get a lot of debts because they want to achieve that pleasure that will feed their yeah. narcissism, their feeling yeah. of being powerful in society and materialistic. So it's, it's not a virtual to be like this. It's not healthy. It's not pleasant in terms of – it's pleasant. It's pleasant. In Sikh terms, yeah. and the pleasure is so big that they don't give up their
0: pleasure yeah. anymore. Because you talk, you talk about Faust, and I think there's many stories about this pact with the devil. And in a sense, this is what's happening. There's a, the whole blues music, mm-hmm. the the crossroads that the great guitar player makes a pact with devil. The devil, you make me a great guitar player, and I will, you know. And there's a young musician I was reading about recently. Don't, I don't want to mention her name, but she said they were talking about her selling out. She came from the church, and she did a lot of gospel music. And then she started to enter the world of pop. And they said, but this is a much inferior music world. And she said, yes, I guess I made a pact with the devil. Uh-huh. And so there's this idea of a pact with the devil exists.
1: And it exists. It doesn't need to be formal, like in satanic masses. Yeah. But it's something th- inner, psychological. In the innermost of the person... When the person give up fighting the evil tendencies and restricting them, because all of us have temptations, if we stop, if we condone, if we free them, then it's like, you know, it's yeah, like a tsunami like that like doesn't a tsunami. stop. And you don't want to stop because you can't stop because it's so pleasant. You don't want to get, like, be deprived from that pleasure.
0: Have you heard the expression in English, a slippery slope? No, I don't want to give you an English class, but slippery slope is you start down that incline and it gets very, like ice. Oh. You start down there and you start going faster and faster yes. and faster. So that's the, 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 the danger of it.
1: For instance, there are so many examples of children that they enter the drug world because they have this evil little bit Notion, I'm going to do something against my parents and against the good expectations from me. What am I going to deprive myself if everybody everybody does? So then they start, and they can get to a point where they kill parents, grandparents, family members, strangers to get some money to buy drugs. So uh, I was listening to a preacher And he was speaking about demonology and how demons do this temptation and how people should deal with temptations. And he said, there are two temptations, two sins, that people could never, ever condone, that people should avoid at any price, that you cannot dialogue with them, absolutely cannot dialogue with them, which are, for the priest... Um, to deny the faith in God, and lust. So when I heard that, I thought, oh, how come? How come he's giving so much importance to lust if arrogance, pride, envy? Yeah. Um, nice, uh,
0: being, uh, avarice. Um, uh, av- avarice.
1: Avarice. Laziness. Yeah. Are so much worse than lust, because lust and gluttony seems to be very similar. They are, they are
0: like a type of voracity.
1: Yes, because they come from an instinct, natural instinct, which is distorted. So it, but the beginning is an instinct, and and it's natural, it's healthy, it's it's godly, it's a godly instinct to eat and the sexual instincts. Mm-hmm. But according to m- the majority of the priests, lust, all the time for centuries, was one of the worst, two worst. So I think, oh my God, where did this idea come from and why? So I still am researching.
0: <laughs> thinking about it And
1: that. thinking and researching with my uh, practice, in my practice. And I get to uh, some ideas. And one of the ideas I got these days was the devil is smart. He wants to get as more um as many, people? as many people as possible
0: in his web.
1: In his web. So this this thing about the faith it's very clear, it's obvious. If you start denying the existence of God, he is the first door to deny everything that comes after this if you deny the existence of god and as a as a as a father as um he his loss he has loss so you you can see okay i don't i don't see god as religious people tell but I see him as an a force, a cosmic force that originates an energy that originates everything. So this is not God. This is like a pantheistic idea. To believe in God is to believe in a, in one person or three people, three persons of the same like
0: three aspects of the same this,
1: being uh, three persons of the same God. But it's one God. It's one God. And it's a person and and we are we are created at His image. So there is all this all this reality about this. And if you start denying this, then you open the doors to anything. Yeah. And if you deny the existence of God, so you deny the necessity of love, beauty, and truth. If you start denying the validity of being loving and merciful, yeah. If you start denying the necessity of statics and beauty in life, and if you start denying the necessity of truth that lie rules the world and oh. it's okay, yeah, a, so you get to hell.
0: That's the slippery slope. There, <laughs> yeah.
1: So this is hell. This is hell, and it, in here. Now, why lust? I thought lust is very much. Uh, a present instinct in people, it's godly. So if the devil enters in, in the fantasies, enters inside the world of lust, which is very easy, very easy to, to, to achieve or to get to a person through lust, through sex, um, l- later this vice let's say if you if you give too much attention yeah, to yeah. this if you far. distort too much yeah. your sexual life yeah. if you don't use it that much for affection but you do you use it just as a form of taking pleasure and perversions so this will open the door to other demons that are much worse like this guy this couple Paul yeah. and Karen mm. Like Charles, Man- Charles Manson yeah. and his group. Yeah.
0: Bonnie so, and Clyde. Bonnie and
1: Clyde. So they get, they get together, they get attracted through sex, but then they channel very evil, uh, and very evil spirits then rule the couple, like become violent, assassins, thieves, and everything becomes normal to them. So it's lust, in my opinion, it's a, a door that it's much easier to open to be open in in human beings. Yes. Like uh, like like gluttony, there are so many saints that were glu- gl- gluttonous. Gluttonous. <laughs> so so it, it's something that we see. It's more like a weak part of a human being. It's not in such an evil, but it's a weak. And being weak, you can like give up yeah. to other. Sins that are much, much worse. And I say sins because we are talking about evil spirits, sure, sure, sure. but we should name them pathologies. Pathol- pathologies, yeah. Pathologies. Problems. As a scientist, we have to, to call them pathologies, pathologies, distorted behaviors, neurosis, psychosis, psychotic people, they behave like this, uh, delinquent people, they are like psychopaths, and But the roots are the same. The roots are there. And it's something linked to metaphysics.
0: It's something to consider that we participate in evil in ways we never realize, isn't it? It's so subtle and seemingly ordinary to do some of the things Claudia was mentioning in this program. Evil as a force linked to a fallen being has been so ridiculed as a valid idea that even broaching the subject lays you open to accusations of fanaticism. But the great theologians and modern exorcists warn us that the greatest trick of the evil ones has been making us believe they don't exist. Then they're free to spin their evil webs uncontested. That's our program for this time. We're back again next time on Thinking with Somebody Else's Head. Thanks for tuning in.
1: We think consciousness, the perception of problems, is dangerous. Norberto Cappi Disinverting the human being and society. This is the Stop Radio Network. I remember the book Glorification that Dr. Keppi wrote. I was with him many of the nights or days where he got those inspirations from God, and it was a necessity for him to write what he received. So the book was totally written under inspiration. But it's not only a theological book. It's mostly a scientific book. Very therapeutic book. Very beautiful, by the way. And he used to wake up during the night 2, 3 in the morning and he said let's go to the top of the mountain and we were watching the sky in this dark night with no interference so you could transcend the sky and see heaven through it hey, my god you could adapt the writings that he did with the music of Beethoven and this would be a trilogy of his writings and the music it would be heaven
0: Norbert Tokepi's Glorification Available in the bookstore at stop.org.br Hi, my name is
1: Thorne and I love listening to the Stop Radio Network It helps me to
0: start off my day in a really good mode The most relevant conversations in the world today are on the Stop Radio Network